Welcome to the Games We Don't Play podcast slash popcorn podcast. It's a special. I'm doing an interview today. There's no Sean. There's no Chad. There's no Chalfie. It's just Dre. But today I have a pretty special guest. Um, I'm doing an interview with Brett Zimmerman. You've probably seen Brett on a few movies, some TV shows, uh, but he is the lead voice actor for the new Call of Duty uh, that's coming out in November. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing well, Dre. Thanks for having me. Okay. I want to get on a dive right into you. Because okay. I'm sure no one wants to hear me talk this for you. <laughs> so you're from South Carolina? Yes. Originally, okay. uh, South Carolina. Okay. So how did you get into acting? Uh, it kind of came later in life. Um, I always grew up enjoying films, you know. Uh, and then uh, when I was in college, you know, I was, I was kind of stumbling a bit, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I uh, never really knew what I wanted to do growing up. Um, and then I started, uh, you know, juggling jobs, paying, paying the bills, you know, trying to make my way through school and, uh, started working with a local agency out of Charlotte, North Carolina, which is this, uh, North of my hometown and also two hours from Clemson, South Carolina, where I went to school. So I started working with them. Uh, it was evolution talent agency and, uh, and they worked as a developmental agency to kind of build talent up to larger markets. And my, idea initially was to just kind of work with them and, um, you know, build some additional income. And as I said, pay my way through school. And then the more I started to connect with people on set and uh, enjoyed the experience of being on sets, uh, you know, commercials and even print jobs, stuff like that, just seeing the production side of things, I really attained an interest in it. And um, yeah, the more, the more I booked, the more times on the set, the more interest uh, or the more my interest sparked. And uh, so I talked to them about, you know, wrapping up school and kind of building up that resume to step into a larger market. In 2010, I came out to L.A. So um, the rest is kind of history. I mean, I've been out here, you know, I hit the ground running. I jumped into classes, uh, workshops, whatever I could to kind of educate myself and to play catch up. And uh, so far, so good. You know, it's acting's ups and downs, but um, it's been, you know, a hell of a ride so far. I can imagine it being up and down. Um, yeah. Like you said, acting is, you know, um, it's not a, a constant thing. Definitely you have to go out and do, uh, you have to try out for it, so to speak. But I was wondering, what was your first role? Oh, first role. Uh, well, if we count back home in the Carolinas, I had a couple regional spots doing um, uh, local commercial for Coca-Cola. I did uh, Bloom Grocery Store, which is a regional store there. Uh, out here, uh, one of my first things, which is hilarious, um, Betty White actually hosted SNL in 2010, uh, and the two-week weeks that ran, um, uh, SNL ran a promo, promo leading up to that, um, to her night of hosting. And I had auditioned, uh, not knowing what it was for initially, but uh, long and sweet of it, I ended up being Betty White's young hottie that she had in her house, which she jokes about marrying in the spot. Uh, so moved out to LA at 24. I got married to Betty White and, uh, I'm still happy to this day. 
Okay. I see that you did a Captain America spot. I did. With Stanley. So how was that? Because I mean, I've met Stanley. Stanley is awesome. How was that for you? I don't know if you're a comic book guy. I'm a comic book guy. So how was that for you as a you know as an actor? And I don't know if you're into comic books the way that I am, or like everyone on the Popcorn Podcast and uh, games we don't. Well, remember. You know, and the rest of the group on the Popcorn Podcast could probably be close friends. Let's just say that. Yeah, I okay. love. I love uh, comics, um, and certainly Stanley has been an icon, a legend to me. Uh, growing up, I would draw comic characters with my dad, um, and you know, as in terms of a bucket list for acting, that's certainly amongst the many roles that of something I'd love to do is play a or portray a comic character. Um, so to that degree, doing portraying Captain America uh, within a Dr. Pepper's spot was pretty awesome. I mean, and and I didn't know at the time that Stan Lee himself was going to be in the spot with us. That was a kind of a bonus. Uh, so the day I got to set and saw that he was there with us as always, you know, he, he always makes a cameo in his, in the Marvel universe. So that yes. was cool to see him show up and shake hands with him. That's awesome. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you a Marvel or a DC guy? Oh, that's, I, I, that's a torn family right there for me. Yes, it is. Uh, there's so many characters I like from both. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, with all the content out there right now, I watch everything that's releasing on both. I mean, I'm so excited for Thor Ragnarok that's releasing yes. the third Sunday game. That's going to be a big day for us. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I love both. Justice League releases later in November as well, and I couldn't be more excited about that. You know, I think they're really doing an amazing job with the characters. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to see what they come up with. Now, I noticed that you you did some spots on Days of Our Lives. Mm-hmm. How is that different from, say, a movie, commercial, or TV show? Uh, it's very different. You know, the um, I got to, after working on a soap, I have to give soap actors so much credit just because the pacing is so much faster. You know, it, people oftentimes judge soap actors and being on set with them. And, you know, I, I had uh, lines myself, but nothing in terms of what the regulars on those shows have. And they really work so fast. I mean, one, two, maybe three takes and it's on to the next scene. And sometimes often, you know, those, the leads on there are just spitting out monologues that are emotional and you have to connect. And that's not easy to do with, within a take or two, you know, when you really have to push your emotional range and connect with someone, um, there's a challenge in that. So, uh, I gained a lot of respect for, um, for the, actors that work on soaps just being on there within the seven episodes I did on uh, on days. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I'm, I mean, I could see that it was different. I was wondering, do you guys uh, on soaps, do they shoot every day? Is it every day uh, shooting? Much every day, yeah, and, and some days multiple episodes. Um, they, there's a lot of uh, interconnection um, within what they shoot, which episodes, which days. Um, I would say it's, it's much faster days, again, because of the pacing. I was there, you know, roughly five to six hours a day versus being on a set where I'm there eight to 15, just depending. You know, I worked on Grey's Anatomy and uh, I worked two days on there. And, you know, that show, that show has so much longevity. And day two of being on there, they sat me down there like, so just buckle down, get comfortable. It's going to be a 15 hour day. And, and for me to see them as, you know, leads on a show that are getting that comfortable with each other and not stressing about, you know, they're not complaining about the work that they are blessed with. You know, they're like, yeah, sit down long day. You know, they embrace it. That helped me to do so as well. I was like, all right, great. More time with them, you know, more time for me. So uh, yeah, just, you know, there's so much difference in the two, Uh, but I love both, you know, it just challenges you. you I'm sorry. 
Okay, do you think that um that working on a show like that did it uh did it improve your you as an actor? That did, did you learn something that you could take from it and go to other roles, considering how fast paced it is and how often you have to do it and you know how long the days are? Yeah, I do. I mean, um, you know, as an actor, I've I try to find all different ways to to craft myself and to you know change. Uh, I guess to um, build myself in different ways, we'll say, and and that certainly for me, you know, I days where I have nothing going on, I might pick up a script and just try to memorize it, just for the sake of keeping my mind fresh, you know, and learning how to pick up cues of how to memorize certain things or uh, pacing on certain lines. So I do think that if I were to work on it so consistently, that would help me in terms of memorization, um, pacing, uh, just learning to work as fast as I could, truly. I mean, yeah, a little great. more time on some shows, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I thought you, I mean, um, I, I used to watch the Days of Our Lives as a child, and I'm not a lot of people know this. I wanted to be one of the actors <laughs> on, I used to watch Days of Our Lives with my mother and General Hospital and oh, all my children. Mm-hmm. Like, as a child, I, I definitely wanted to be in um, that. I, I didn't even really want to be an actor so much. Yeah. I just wanted to be on one of those shows. Yeah, so, I, I uh, a spot for you as a cameo, for sure. We need to get you on there. I am with that. <laughs> I am definitely down for doing a cameo on any show. That would be awesome. I'm just start campaigning for you. I'm just going to be like, Dre for days. Dre from Games We Don't Play Popcorn Podcast <laughs> wants to do a cameo. Uh, that's but, okay. So how did you get the Call of Duty? Oh, I mean, no. we know you've done plenty of things, but how did this come uh, to you? Yeah, it's a pretty you know, big thing. Call of Duty is huge. It, it is huge, 100%. And I, uh, man, you know, I, I knew how big it was going in. Um, the initial process started roughly two years ago, and it was very under wraps. You know, I didn't even know at the time when I was auditioning it was for Call of Duty. I knew it was a video game. And um, that was, you know, the material, again, you know, you're asking the difference in soaps and, um, you know, network shows. And here again, uh, the audition process was different. You know, the material I received to, to audition with uh, consisted of two scenes. One was a chunky monologue, which I was familiar with or used to doing. And then the second was roughly six pages of um, just a map layout, battle commands, uh, you know, battle chatter, stuff like that, where I'm literally leading a platoon through. Um, not sure how much I can say here, but we'll just say leading my squad through a combat zone. And eventually getting down to prone position, sniping in from a building. Uh, and so oftentimes I've been into auditions for TV or film, and you'll have this really physical scene that you're given, and they ask you to do none of it in the audition. They just want the dialogue or the words. Dialogue. So I wasn't sure what to expect. I went ahead to, and planned it uh, as if I was going to have to do all the movements. And so I moved all the furniture in my uh, living room kind of set up the as as best as I could the map layout of what I was reading off of the page and um <laughs> I, I've been I've joked with my roommates because I've done some pretty quirky auditions in our living room and uh you know found space to kind of rehearse uh but this one in particular I was literally you know diving down into the pr- prone position while my roommate's walking to make a bowl of cereal you know like <laughs> and i'm sitting here yelling out the commands it's just you know it's comical what we do to really prep ourselves but uh obviously it was worth it i went into the audition and i was expected to carry a um a rifle or a um a prop rifle for the audition and and ran through the scene just as i had rehearsed and it, uh you know it worked out i 
I had call uh, callbacks months later. It was probably the first audition was close to January of 2016, and then um, about August or September of last year, we had callbacks and then producer sessions. And um, yeah, man, it was a it was an extensive process, and filming itself has been close to a year, if not maybe over a year by now, wow. between the uh, performance capture and uh, VO sessions. But okay, yeah. Okay, you said you're a comic book guy. Are you a okay. gamer as well? So I wasn't before. You know, in college I played, uh, I grew up with two brothers, um, Jason and Daniel, and we grew up, you know, playing video games just, you know, as for fun, but never as a serious, serious gamer. And we would play Mario Kart, uh, Mario Golden Kart. Eye. Before. Golden Eye. Yeah, it's Golden Eye. Yeah, and, and in college I tried to keep up with some of my roommates on uh, Halo. But, um this game in particular brought me back for sure. You know, I, uh, I found ways not to distract myself when I first moved out to LA to kind of focus more on watching, you know, less guilty pleasures of shows and putting down the controller and not, you know, playing as much and put more focus elsewhere. Uh, was kind of mine. But, uh, when I booked this game, I picked up, um, I think it was Call of Duty three and, uh, tried to play and man, I got some work to do. <laughs> I might need some uh, some guidance there, Dre. Okay, you're gonna have to help me. Okay, um, are you a PS4 player, or Xbox uh, One? I've been PS. Yeah. Okay. All you have to, I will send you my screen name. Okay. You can add me as a friend. Uh, I can see it. I'm not a. You know, there are people who do this and they get paid to do it, and you know, they're all into their KD. I'm not one of those guys, but I mean, you know, I have a. I think over the last three or four Call of Duties, I got about a 3.0 KD. So I, you know, I'm okay. Right, right. I do my thing out there, and I can, I could definitely show you around. Yeah. Um, so you said Call of Duty three, and then you played yeah, this. I believe it was Call of Duty three, and as I said, I was, I was last in ten seconds here, ten seconds. You know, I was responding every two seconds. So. I, I didn't play that much, but just to give myself uh, a mindset for, you know, their games again and just, you know, what, what maps were like, what the actions were like. Um, for me as the first-person player, you know, I wanted to give myself a better idea of what I was getting into. Call of Duty is one of those games where if you don't play it a lot, you can kind of fall out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I haven't played it in a, you know, I haven't played the last Call of Duty in a while because new games have come out. And yeah. if I go back to it now, it'll take me some time to get into it and get used to the maps and get used to, you know, it's Twitch. Um, it's a Twitch first-person shooter, so it's all about response time. So it's one of those things um, that you have to get used to. But I, I would I would love to play Call of Duty with you. And, well, you know, uh, I, I'm one of those that's like, you know, sometimes you want to watch, watch your work and sometimes you don't. With this, I can't wait, uh, not just to play. I mean, I, you know, the enjoyment of that, of playing um, – Playing my own character, I think, is pretty exciting, and, and the story they've created here is truly phenomenal. I mean, Sledgehammer Games did an amazing job with this. You know, we sat down day one, and they expressed how important it was for me to really commit to this character of Daniels and to, you know, allow the players to have a window to kind of, you know, live through this story uh, as Daniels. So I put a lot of love into him um, and bringing myself to the character, and I can't wait to see the story unfold. You know, we've shot months and months of uh, performance capture and as I said, VO, but to see it on, you know, unfold throughout, I think it would be pretty special. So how much of the game have you seen so far? Or have you, seen any of it? Uh, you know, I've seen the trailers that have released and maybe one or two other uh, scenes that were rendered um, prior to release of those, just so they could, you know, kind of show us where they were at with the game. But yeah, I mean, 
I, they're I'm, keeping it under wraps to you too. Yeah. You're the lead guy. Yeah. You know, discovery is exciting, and so for me, you know, to discover, as I said, the story and you know the different la- levels and see what the layouts are and just all of it, just to see the fulfillment of it come together. I think it'll be awesome, not just for myself, but everyone involved. Everyone, yeah. You know what? I, I every year I say I'm not buying Call of Duty this year. Every year I say it. Yeah, I buy it every year. I already have it pre-ordered. I'm gonna play it like I play it 500 hours <laughs> every Call of Duty. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. So, did you do you see yourself continuing on with um, the voice acting? Is that I something would, you would like to do? I will say the voice, the VO for this uh, was the most extensive part for me, or exhausting part. I'll, um, I'll say um, the audio team was phenomenal, and it's uh, it just you know it's a it's a war game. And so there's so much battle chatter. There's so much command. Um, so when we would go into VO sessions, it was four hour sessions. We would do 200 plus lines and it. You know, it could be anything from frag out, uh, doing it with no combat, medium combat, heavy combat, you know, really being explosive within your voice and the delivery on some of the lines. So um, while it was exhausting, I mean, I, it certainly gave me a great understanding or a greater understanding of VO work. And, um, yeah, I mean, I whether it be performance capture or voice acting, it's definitely something I've always wanted to do. I love doing voices and characters. And, um, yeah, the more I can kind of uh, play around with who I am and the different, you know, intricacies, I think it's uh, it's always fun to play with, you know. Well, Brett, I do not want to hold you. I'm sure you're busy. But I want to say, man, I am so glad that you came on the show, that you spoke with me. And I cannot wait to play this game and see how the character comes together. Like, I think you're awesome. Um, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a fan boy, but I've watched you in different shows. I've watched you, um, Million Dollar Arm. Saw you in that. Thank you. Um, so I've watched you and, you know, I'm a fan of yours and I, I can't wait to see what you've done with this character. Call of Duty is one of, is one of my premier, like many people, it's a premier uh, series for me. Yeah. And every year it comes out, I'm always interested to see how, the lead character is going to be played, who's playing it and how they're doing it. And yeah. um, when I found out that you were the person that got the role, I was you know, that much more interested in, um, in playing it and seeing how everything came together. So I appreciate your time, man. I think you're awesome. Yeah. Well, I, guys, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of heart in Daniels and a lot of heart in this game. I hope you, you know, obviously have some excitement for it and maybe we'll chat again after you play. So I, I'm with that. We could chat after after the game comes out, and I'm gonna hold you to getting on Call of Duty with me and playing some playing a couple matches with me. Okay, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to it. Go easy on me, okay? Okay. Dick, no, no, no. he's a nice farm boy from Texas. Just go easy on him, okay? You you you're, <laughs> you're gonna be rolling with me. I like that. You'll be okay. You're gonna be rolling with me. You'll be okay. So guys, guys, this was Brett Zimmerman. Awesome actor. I can't wait to see him in Call of Duty. You guys have seen him in plenty of TV shows, How to Get How to Get Away with Murder. You can go back and look at the days of our lives. I think you did NCIS. What was it, New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. New Orleans. So go and check out his body of work. He's been, like I said, he's been in Million Dollar Arm. Go check that out. And then definitely, definitely go out and get Sledgehammer's new Call of Duty, World War II. It's coming out in November. I can't, I don't remember the date that it's coming November out. November 3rd, man. November I, 3rd. I got you. November. <laughs> see, look, he's he's already ready. All of, all of that training that he did for the game, he's already. He had, That's right. November third. He's going to be there. 
I'm going to be there playing good day one. Um, and I hope to see you guys out there. This has been Dre for the popcorn podcast for games. We don't play ETMF podcast. We're out. Peace. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of the ETMF podcast network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.